Hi, it's Raiden G with the Holistic Health Hotline. A lot of people have been writing me and asking me and putting comments on things on social networks, etc., telling me that they have missed the Holistic Health Hotline, that my um, podcast, even though necessary and important and, and um, enjoyable and things that they want to hear, um, because they have gotten political, they've moved away from the holistic. Kind of hard for me because I see things holistically, whether they're political or not. But I thought today, since it's been a long time since I've talked about this, that maybe we can just talk about what holistic health really is and the background um, behind all of this. I've been a holistic health consultant for, I don't know, <laughs> Most of my life now, I guess. Um, but to understand it, you have to really look at the world around you, which is why it's so important for children and, and um, teenagers to start getting a grasp on this because they don't look at the world in a holistic way. They, um, they're trapped. They're, they, they see things in tunnels. They see things on Xboxes and... Um, on television or on iPads or iPods and they don't really look at the connections uh, that make us who we are and can make us better. Holistic health is, is the body, mind and spirit, yes, for those who are um, into this area of, of health. They'll agree with that, but you have to go way beyond that. Um, we are like filaments between heaven and earth light filaments. The earth is made up of many layers of minerals and and, uh, and vitamins too. <laughs> but um, we are made up of the same thing as the earth. And beneath many of these layers are things called tectonic plates. Those tectonic plates are like giant magnets and they, they move all the time, which is why you will feel earthquakes in some places. You feel, feel them more than others and more often than others. Um, the earth is a, is, a, is a living thing. And in Native America, of course, you know, we always learn that the earth is Mother Earth, that she's here to nourish and foster and grow all those things that we need to survive as humans and animals need to survive as animals. And um, the planet itself just needs to survive. It's, it's a, an entity of energy that constantly changes um, and fixes itself in some ways. It's, it's, it's constantly healing from all the things that happen to it, whether it's a, a, a meteor from outer space that attacks it or a nuclear bomb that attacks it or, um, you know, the trash from, from, uh, from people, I won't even go political, that, that trash it, but whatever we do to it, whatever outer space does to it, whatever the environment does to it, um, it, it will try to heal itself just like we do. There are some parts of it that inherently that just heal because they replenish. We have parts of us who do, that do the same thing. If you um, damage your liver, for instance, you can replenish your liver. It is one of the organs in your body that will, um, doing the right things, will heal itself and continue to grow or grow again. There are parts of our bodies that never stop growing, like your nose and your ears. 
those are basically the two parts that never stop growing, which is why in older people you'll see sometimes very long noses and very, very long earlobes because the cartilage in those areas of our body never stop growing. And I, I don't know why God did that exactly, but um, my guess is... Uh, those are, it's two places where the senses are extremely important to survive. The ears and the nose. If you don't hear what's coming to hurt you and you can't smell where food is, um, you know, you, you can die. So, But I know there are people who can't hear and, and have lost their sense of smell, but they still have their eyesight, so they transfer all that. But anyway, those are two parts of the body that keep, that keep growing forever. Um, and the earth has those kinds of replenishing powers also constantly so we're made up of the same things of the earth as the earth and we have the same energy around us less intense of course because we're smaller we're minute actually in, in relationship to the universe but we have layers and layers of energy not just one little circular thing that goes around us and or circles of chakras like people believe little circles um it, it's a helix. It's a. It's like it's like what our DNA looks like, and it's double helix, but much more expanded and shooting out all the time, like electrons out of out of an atom. And and most people didn't learn about those correctly. They they looked at atoms in school, and they got told there was a nucleus with protons and neutrons, and then you had these electrons going around in a circle around that nucleus, and that was an atom. Well. You have to really look at it multidimensionally, and even though that nucleus is there, it's the center of attention, it's not stationary. It doesn't sit in the middle of, of the floor or the, or the lawn or something and then have something spin around it. It's a, a, um, it's a segment of energy that shoots around and bounces off things and shoots up and down and everywhere. And we have zillions of those. <laughs> in us and around us constantly um, and sometimes we just like hook into it so we are really good in that energy and sometimes we just run smack dab into it like a wall and and the energy just doesn't feel good to us at all so we have these multiple layers of energy going around us that that go in different frequencies and frequency is is a hard thing for some people to understand too so just draw a line right in the middle across uh, a, a horizontal line across the middle of a piece of paper and and do a frequency thing. That means start from the edge, of the left edge of the line, and go up, make a little hill, and come down, meet the line, and then go below it, and make another hill, and come back up. Okay, that's a sinusoidal wave. That's a sine wave. That's um, an element of frequency. Depending on how many of those are, happen within a certain length of time, and how high and low um, that energy goes, you will have... Uh, a frequency okay so all of our I don't want to get too too much as they say politically in the weeds but we have all these different energies going on and frequencies going on constantly and certain frequencies will um, enable color so we have the basic seven colors of the rainbow the basic seven colors of our chakras and then all the colors in between, and then the expanded colors, which means we have 12 chakras, not 7. And of course it's 12. If you look at everything that's ever written about, um, whether it's in the Bible or, or wherever it's written, you have the 12 apostles, and you have the cardinal 12, and, and we even built our clocks on 12 and 12. Um, 
So it's a big number. So we have all these chakras and colors. Now, let's say that we're, we are these conduits, those conduits of energy between heaven and earth. If you're touching earth with your feet as a two-legged in Native America, um, animals touch it with four legs. So, of course, they're much more grounded in the earth than we are. Being grounded better or better grounded sometimes allows you to reach heaven easier <laughs> because you're not bouncing around with all the different energies that are happening. But anyway, we are we 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 touch the earth, and um, if you go to if you ever seen a medical chart, you'll see the the man standing there with his two feet on the ground and his hands down by his side and his palms open. Um, that's how medicine sees us attached only to the earth. But in Eastern medicine and Native American medicine and other places, I guess, if you raise your hands to the sky and keep your feet planted. That is more who we are because we receive a lot of energy from heaven or the universe, whatever you believe in, that comes right down through us and goes to ground, which is ground beneath your feet. Beneath your feet, you have all of these elements, these minerals, etc., that create frequencies that are charged positively and negatively that react to the tectonic plates that are like big magnets and they move those, those energies around. And those energies in, then come up through our feet and out through our hands again and our heads and back up to heaven. It's a back and forth kind of thing that goes on constantly. Lightning will constantly recharge the earth, so it happens everywhere, sometimes more often than, than it should, or less often than it should. Um, and when it recharges, it changes the ions and, and breaks up some bonds that are going on that shouldn't go on. and and the earth then it helps the earth to heal and it helps us to heal because sometimes those those bonds need to be broken so we can feel the energy coming from the earth which is why after a storm or uh, uh, especially a thunderstorm lightning storm um, you'll feel differently even if it's out in the desert and there's no real rain that comes the, the air changes if you're near the the beach the ocean and you're in a thunderstorm, you can feel it right away because of the, the water, of course, is a big conductor. Whereas in the desert, the water is way beneath the surface and, and um, you feel it differently. But if you're near the ocean or out, out near water, when you, right after a thunderstorm or during one, you have that ionic feeling right afterwards. Sometimes it just smells wonderful. Just those thunderstorms are just wonderful because of the ions, the, the way that things have changed around you. And it changes your energy. You feel more peaceful or you feel happier or, or more energized, um, depending on where you were before the storm. Okay, so understanding that, if we get blocked, if we're like a prism, you know prisms can have all these different sides, but they, but they have to have at least eight but what they really have, if you look top to bottom, and with an eight side, is 12. So let's say you have 12 sides of you, minimum, that are actually reflecting everything that's going on from heaven and earth. And they are. If you put a prism up to the sun, you, what you will see is first the seven basic chakra colors, the rainbow. Always reversed, because we are a mirror image of what's happening in the universe. Not We aren't the center and be-all of the universe. We're a mirror image um, much smaller and so our chakras go in opposite direction from a rainbow 
So your first chakra is red and then orange and then yellow, etc. Whereas if you look at a rainbow, it's the opposite way. So anyway, you hold the prism up to the light or up to the sun, and you'll see the rainbow. Now let's say the top of the prism is... Uh, no, 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 let's start with your feet. Let's say the bottom of the prism is your feet. And you haven't worn the right shoes, or you're working on concrete instead of, of something that's pliable, so that you're always hurting your feet and your back. Or you got caught in one of the terrible storms down here in a flood and um, realized too late that you shouldn't have been out in the water and now you have all these things going on with your feet that never happened before. Um, or you're an athlete and you have things going on, whatever. Uh, if you have caused or are doing things to affect those feet, what you're in essence doing is putting a little black marker, black piece of tape on one little part of that prism. Now, if you go and get reflexology and you're taking vitamins and you're drinking water and you're doing the stretches and the alignments and go to the chiropractor and do all the things you're supposed to do to make yourself try to stay in balance, you could probably remove that little black mark or that little black piece of tape and your feet will be fine. But what we do, especially as Americans, but as humans, is we allow those little pieces of tape to build up. So, okay, so there's something wrong with our feet. Then that affects our backs because when there's something going on with your feet, it will affect your spine. So you have now you have a backache once in a while in the middle of your back, your lower back, or you get a headache in the morning, whatever it is. And that's some more pieces of tape that go on that prism. And because your spine is like the center, uh, it's like an electrical cord that plugs everything in, all of your organs and all of your senses, everything. If you have things going on in your spine, those go directly to other parts of your body. So, let's say your lower back has been hurt, but you, you know, so you take a pill to make it feel better. And the part of your back that is hurting actually goes to your knee. Well, now your knee is going to start not working. And you're going to favor the other, you're going to favor it. So the other leg is going to start taking over things that it shouldn't have to take over which is going to affect your hip and your foot and will eventually affect your pelvic area, which is going to affect your back all over again. And now we start on the internal organs where you have digestive problems or uh, constipation or, you know, uh, gallbladder problems. And <laughs> it just goes on and on. So what you have done by not paying attention, first of all, and not understanding what needs to be done and then um, masking it with pills or or alcohol or anything else that people use to, to try to stop the process of healing, which is what they're doing. Um, you've, you've covered the prism with all these black pieces of tape. Now, some of them are pretty big, some of them are little, but after a while it doesn't matter because they become one. And you hold that prism up to the sun and you don't have, or the light, and you don't have a, a, a rainbow anymore. You might see a little color here and there because obviously it's still alive. It's still a prism. But that's who you are. You might see a little light here and there. You might see a little energy here and there. You might see some positive stuff. You might see the right colors. Um, but most of the time, you're blocked from feeling what you need to feel, from doing what you need to do. And when you block that energy, you block life. You block you and all of your potential, which is uh, the most important. I mean, you, you, you came to this earth, you were born with every potential in the world. That's, that's why America was born. It's the same concept. 
it's let's, you know, let's give this baby every chance in the world to be what he or she is supposed to be. And then as parents, we impose all these limitations and rules and regulations. And uh, every time we go beyond where we should with those things, we put a little piece of black tape on our kids. Um, when we do that with ourselves, we stop our own potential and we don't even know how to parent anymore because we don't have the full spectrum of who we are to use to be parents. When we do that with the earth, we stop the earth from being everything it needs to be. Environmentalists will go nuts and, and say, don't do these things because you're going to kill a salamander, but they don't understand the natural order of things. Um, and so what they do is they cause an, an imbalance that's beyond what it should be, and the earth will have to heal itself by making a superbug on the other side of the world that'll eventually come and kill the salamander. I mean, this is all a continuous process. It's gone on forever and is going on now and will forever. And all the things that it will be are already. We just haven't been there. We don't know it. We're not um, multifaceted enough to understand that everything we're doing now has already happened. And everything we're going to do is and has been. Um, very hard for people to understand because we think in this two-dimensional world. Mostly people think in one dimension, believe it or not. But what holistic health does is look at all the dimensions in relationship to that basic concept of being connection between heaven and earth or the universe and earth. You know, I get tired of, of, of redefining that for everybody. You, you know, there is a God, a creator, there is a heaven, there is an earth, and you are connected, period. Now, you want to be an atheist and go out there and say, you know, all these things only happen through a big bang. I, I'd like to know where the bang came from then. But anyway, we are a connector. And, uh, and, and knowing that we are, is, it's important to first understand it, then to nourish it. Because the earth needs every filament of light that we can provide. And each of us needs the same thing. Not like a nightlight to protect us at night, but that light that we look for, whether it's the sun or, or the light from somebody who mentors us, the light from somebody we love. You know, when you feel all those things, it's just as if that person is lit up, isn't it? And when we, we see things in religion, they put a light around you know, the halos and the, and the light around their bodies. They're shimmering with light. Well, they are because their energies are so intense and so pure and so aligned that they actually cause light and that's who we're supposed to be and if you look around you now if you look at the world there's not a whole lot of light out there and that's when people say they've gone to the dark side well there's mostly dark side out there so yeah not a lot of light um, so so you know so this is more holistic health oriented helping you understand what it is and helping your kids understand what it is. So you can explain it in these kinds of terms so they know what they're reaching for when they stand outside with their feet on the ground and they reach to heaven. When they feel the energies around them and they're not sure what it means. When they feel things that are going to happen before they do, because they already are. And they, and they get afraid of that instead of going with it and helping others understand this might be what's coming. 
when they feel the changes, when they feel the imbalance, when they see it around them, when they see it in their friends or their mothers or fathers or their siblings or whatever, they see those changes in energy that they really need healing. One way or another, they need healing. Somebody has to pull off that tape, even though it might bleed. It's like pulling off a Band-Aid that's, that's stopping the healing. You have to pull off that tape, even though it might bleed, and, and allow it to breathe and then do what's necessary to heal it so that part is open again. And that could take forever. It could take a day. It could take who knows how long. It depends. Depends on how deep the wound, how how heavy the impact, how, um, how basically strong the person was to begin with, how basically imbalanced they were. If they're all the way over on one side or the other of a meter and you try to bring that meter back to center, it's going to take a while. Healing is a process and it takes time. Whether it's emotional or mental, physical, spiritual, it takes time um, and effort and love. That is the best healer, is love. And love cannot exist underneath all those black pieces of tape on that spectrum, on that uh, uh, crystal. You have to have love to pull that tape off and allow the healing and move forward so start there start with the connector between heaven and earth and understand that you are that filament and then start with love loving yourself enough to take care of you loving yourself enough to not hurt you look in the mirror I tell everybody look in the mirror do not hurt that person love them love them that's your best friend they're going to be with you when you die probably be the only one with you when you die just like they were truly the only one who went through the birth that you went through. That's your best friend in the mirror. Don't hurt them. Don't, you know, attack them. Don't bully them. Don't, don't make them slaves to anything. Don't, don't, you know, don't poison them with, with alcohol or, or bad food or cigarettes or drugs or whatever. Don't, you know, take care of them. They're your best friend. You don't want to hurt them. And start there. And then let it expand out. Let that love come out to everybody else around you who's willing to accept it. If they're not willing to accept it, they're going to throw a lot of, bunch of stuff back at you. So you kind of draw a circle around yourself and say, okay, I, I'm not accepting that one, and I'm not letting you into my circle until you make the changes you need to make. <clears throat> but I am accepting all of these. And I'll give you love, you give me love back, and we'll all grow together. It's like pulling weeds out of a garden. you got to get the weeds out of there and, um, and tell them to stay out. And then someday, when you're ready, you can let some of those weeds in because maybe you can turn them into viable things because we do use weeds for holistic health stuff sometimes. Or sometimes we think they're weeds. We pull them out and we get rid of them and we find out that they were really important herbs. <laughs> but look at it that way and start from there. And, um, and I hope that... For Dave and Nolan and and um, Jean and uh, Linda and all the other ones who wrote me and said, you know, they've been friends for a long time. They've listened to these podcasts forever, and they miss some of the holistic health stuff. Can I throw one in here, here and there? I'm throwing one in here the best I can, and um, and we'll and we'll try to go from there. Maybe I can calm myself down a little bit once this world starts to heal. And my country starts to heal, I can get back to helping you heal better. 
Go to earthwalk-usa.com. We are still selling those two books, by the way, uh, book one and book two of Forget the Cures, Find the Cause, and taking the proceeds to the Wounded Warriors Project, which helps the families of um, our men and women who have served wherever, who are now wounded uh, beyond repair, many of them. And I get 18 cents a book, and they get the rest. So... Go there, go to earthwalk-usa.com and spread the word, and I will be back when I can. This is Raina G. Thanks for listening.